0: Every expression of our being is amplified for the universe to hear, consume, process, evaluate, and then deliver to us what we need, what we desire, or what the universe knows we need. Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog, and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs, building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy, it's about healing, getting to know yourself and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls, showing up ready to change your life. Hello my friends and welcome back to the do the damn thing podcast as always I'm so happy you're here with me today and I have a little declaration to make I recorded this podcast about uh, maybe an hour and a half ago two hours ago and then I went to the gym and I realized I felt really rushed I was rushing I just knew I wouldn't like how it was turn how it was going to turn out and I didn't want to have to go through and edit it and then decide to re-record so I just finished the gym I'm not in a rush, except I am very hungry, but that can wait. And I decided I wanted to re-record this podcast because I also realized what I thought I wanted to talk to you guys today about was asking for signs from the universe. But as I was recording and then rethinking it when I was in the gym working out, I realized what I was really talking to you guys about was... How the universe always has our back, how the universe is always supporting us, how the universe is always listening and hearing about what we need and desire and delivering those things in ways that perhaps aren't always pleasant, which I'll get to. That's kind of a hint around, but how b- basically just the universe is always there for us. The universe is our best friend. The universe is always listening and they're, it's one of those things where they're always listening, but... The thing you want them to say, the uni- the thing you want the universe to deliver you deliver to you, doesn't always come right away. So, anyways, it's a very roundabout way of saying I decided to re-record this podcast and take my time and not rush and get through what I wanted to talk to you guys about today, but doing it in a way that makes more sense to the actual topic that I think is more appropriate to what I want to talk to you guys about. So where we left off last as far as last week's podcast was talking about the chapters of our lives and how I felt that the last chapter the chapter I kind of feel just or feel just closed was short but very important to my overall journey thus far and it was just I had a lot of really stark and shocking realizations in the last six months or so of my life and I think that it was a very short and sweet chapter in the sense of these are all the things you need to know moving into the next chapter. Because the way I thought I was ushering in a new chapter, boy, did the universe hear me when I said that. And boy, did it deliver. So I have a lot to update you guys on the last two weeks. Um, the first thing is the last two weeks of my life have been, honestly, I, I don't know if I'm being dramatic about this, but when I'm thinking about it, I do believe this to be true. The last two weeks have brought in such high highs, like high, high highs and low, low lows. And I don't know how I could have experienced all of that in the short span of two weeks, but I somehow did. And the universe, like I said, certainly heard me when I said I was ushering in a new chapter because it showed me In so many different ways. I can't even fill it all into one podcast. All of the ways I am in fact closing out a chapter and beginning a new one. So that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. I realized as I was recording the last the the podcast I thought I was gonna push out that in no way was I really actually talking about getting or asking for signs from the universe. It's more about getting signs from the universe of how it's always listening and how it how it does always have our backs, even when it doesn't feel like it. If the version of myself that existed seven years ago heard that, I would have laughed. I would have found it comical because it felt like I was so isolated and so alone. But as I've grown older, as I've healed and experienced more, obviously you guys know, I do realize that the universe is always there for me and it is always there for you too. So I'm going to share with you guys really like the last two weeks of my life and just everything that's happened and how the universe is always supporting us because I think that it's very easy to get in a complacent spot or a more despondent spot or moment in our lives where we feel like everything is out to get us everything is happening to us we're the victim of so much and while there is so much in this world that we cannot control and that does happen in our lives i do believe that everything is happening for us happening for our highest timeline happening for our highest good happening for the benefit of us and for the benefit of all now it's very easy to argue against that and think okay but then why is there so much bad in the world as i've said so many times before and as i will always say to you we live in a world with free will and because of that free will, there are good and there are bad. And I think the universe has created this world for us not only to learn from ourselves and from one another, but to see if we lived in a dystopic universe. Perfect world, whatever that means to you, we would not know that that was the world we are living in because we would not know its opposite, right? I've said this so many times. I will never stop saying this. We would not know good without bad. We wouldn't know happiness without sadness. We would not know joy without anger. So without the bad things in the world, and again, you know, we can get into the nitty, nitty gritty of, okay, well, why these people? Why this person? Trust me, I've asked that question a million times over in my life. And I'm sure I'll ask it again one day because it's only human nature to fall victim and feel victim to certain things. But the universal law of attraction and abundance and happiness and joy, the the spiritual practice that I practice on my own teaches us that this is the case. This is the case of the universe and this is the case of the world. And it does always have our highest interest in mind, but sometimes it may not feel like that. And I think the last two weeks is a good illustration of a lot of what I just said, because like I said, in such a short period of time, I experienced so much good with so much heartache and difficulty and annoyance and anger and etc. So I have so much to update you guys on. Uh, First is I know I told you guys about my mom coming up for Mother's Day. It was such an amazing time. That four and a half days was jam packed with so much beautiful joy and bliss and and fun and enjoyment. I've, I've said to you guys time and time again, my mom is my absolute best friend in this whole world. She has supported me like no other in this world, and she's done so much for me physically, emotionally, and mentally. And every time we're together, especially in the energy of Manhattan and doing all the fun things here with the energy of spring and just the joy in our lives right now, like I told you guys before, there was so much to celebrate with her being up here, my mom made partner this year. It was Mother's Day, obviously. So, everything was just amazing, and to really cap it all off and remember such a beautiful weekend together, my mom and I spontaneously finally got our mother-daughter tattoos that we had been talking about for ages. I think I'm I brought this up to her at least 2 years ago and we we had the idea of getting matching flowers and we were thinking of tulips Um, and getting the stem in each other's handwriting that says I love you and long very long story short which again coincidentally the universe is always listening we wanted the mother daughter tattoos um well I guess I'll, I'll I'll give you the long story uh we were walking around Soho we were waiting to meet Jess my mom finally met Jess which was so wonderful And we were just kind of out shopping and strolling around. And my mom had just kind of offhandedly mentioned to me that she wanted to get her second hole repierced because I had clothes and she got these cute earrings to put in, put in the hole. And she asked me, do you know where we can go? And I knew there was obviously a ton of places down in Soho, but I really wanted to make sure we went somewhere reputable. And I just didn't know. And I didn't want to just Google and go to the first place. So we happened to be walking right by a jewelry store. And I walked in and I asked them, do you know any good places right around here? And they said yep go right around the corner they're great people do piercings there all the time i was like okay great and as you can imagine it was a tattoo shop that also does piercings so we walked in and we immediately connected with this um young woman sitting behind behind the counter she was so wonderful and so sweet and we originally were just doing the piercings and then i was like mom we're here like why don't we just bite the bullet? Why don't we just do it? It's perfect time. It's Mother's Day tomorrow. It's gonna be such a good way to remember this trip. We just had so much fun and we thought, okay, well we don't want to sit here nor did we have the time to sit there for like three hours and get tulip tattoos and then the stems. So we just got the I love yous. They're so beautiful and something very special to me, just really quick remark, is that Josh's tattoo Um, is on my left wrist that I grab all the time just very like subconsciously when I'm thinking of him and now my mom's I love you is on my right wrist and very funny of you might be wondering okay but what about dad well I have this thing all of this is random remarks but I just have to mention it (laughs) I have this thing where I give people weird ass nicknames when I they're very endearing and I just love them my dad's name is Bruce and I one day started calling him Brussels sprout because I guess it kind of sounded like Bruce in my mind I guess I uh, who knows So I told my mom, or I told my dad we should get matching Brussels sprout tattoos. He thought it was very funny. So maybe that'll happen. But anyways, so my mom and I had a wonderful time. It was such a beautiful weekend. We ended it at Restoration Hardware for dinner. We had a beautiful dinner, delicious bottle of wine, capped it off with champagne. It It was really a perfect trip. We just had so much fun. Now, as you can imagine, my mom and I are both riding that high, doing great, and we're going home to Florida the next day. So, like, if you listened to last week's podcast, you know the plan was to go to Florida, be there for a couple days, and then we were going to go to Cancun for my mom's all-expense-paid business trip to celebrate her making partner with a bunch of other people who also made a certain amount of money for the company and also made partner. So... My mom and I fly to Florida. We're literally sitting on the plane just looking at each other like, oh my God, this was so much fun. We can't wait to do it again. We just had such a great weekend. We're in such high vibes. And we're supposed to go to my dad's house to pick up my dad's dog, Chica, our, our family dog. And my mom and I finally get to my dad's place. And my dad lives in a two-story home, villa. And I called for Chica and I didn't hear anything. So I went upstairs Uh, because the AC is also loud upstairs so maybe she just didn't hear me and I get into my dad's room and Chica is actively having a very very bad seizure she couldn't stand up so I scream out for my mom I immediately start crying because obviously seeing your dog like that is just so terrifying and so upsetting Um, if you follow me on Instagram obviously you know where this story is going but we took her we rushed her to the emergency vet where my dad ended up meeting us and later that night we made the very very difficult and heartbreaking decision to put Chica down. Chica was not just a dog. I mean we all know how it feels to love a dog and our dogs are so special to us. They truly are a part of our family. I would take a bullet for my dogs but Chica was also a dog we rescued right after Josh passed away. So he passed away in march and then that following august so just a few months later my parents and i donated several thousand dollars to our local humane society in josh's name um it was a part of his life insurance that we just we wanted to donate and then we also raised a lot of money as well to donate and that same day we rescued chica so chica was also a very mental a very sentimental piece to that journey with josh and losing him in our grief she represented so much of that grief but at the same time, obviously, represented the eternity of love and and just emotion that Josh carried with us, right? That's what she represented. So all of that is to say the universe is supporting us, right? The universe knows what we need. The universe sees what we're asking for and delivers. So it felt very weird, and I was genuinely of of course like I said I'm human I feel all the emotions it's naturally for me to question my beliefs all the time that uh, as you should I get home that night and I'm just like what the fuck seriously like what the fuck uh, I had such a great weekend with my mom we had so much fun we were so excited to get to Florida I said probably a handful of times like five times on the plane I can't wait to see Chica." like I said, with the nicknames, I have nicknames for everything that is important to me. And I called Chica my little, my little chicken cutlet. (laughs) So I said to my mom at, at least five times on the plane, I can't wait to see Chica. I'm so excited to see her. She, she's just, she was a very important dog to me. She also got me through losing Tilly, my last dog, which was also just three years ago, last week, two days after we put Chica down. So I'm laying in bed crying so sad. I just, it was honestly, obviously a very huge shock to us. And I just felt so bad for my dad. And laying there and thinking just like, how did this happen? How does this happen to me? How do I go from so good to so bad? And then I remembered a phone call in a conversation I had only like a month and a half ago. So I told you guys I went to Charleston and while I was in Charleston, I was FaceTiming my parents together on like the dual FaceTime thing, whatever you call it. And my dad had mentioned in a very casual voice, not like a I'm so worried voice, but he thinks he or I'm sorry, he thought that Chica had vertigo. And if you don't know what it is, it's like a imbalance in your ear and your um I think they're called your colloquial that could be totally wrong, but something, something wrong in your ear where it causes severe dizziness. You can't stand up. Um, a lot of vomiting usually, and it happens in humans and canines and I'm, I'm sure other animals. So my dad thought Chica had vertigo. She was wobbly and like just kind of off, not, not her usual chipper wagging her tail self. And then it kind of went away. So he just kind of mentioned it, but it left this pit in my stomach I, I don't want to say that I knew something was really wrong because I don't think that's true. It just gave me this very weird feeling. So we never really talked about it again. And then I got home from Charleston and Michael and I were having dinner, uh, like the next day, I think. And I just kind of mentioned it to him and I started thinking about it. And I, I remember exactly how this went. I looked at him and I was already stressed about, what I was about to say and I said I cannot handle getting that phone call I don't know how but I have to be there when she passes away I have to be able to say my goodbyes I just have to be there I cannot I won't be able to handle getting that phone call from my dad who's hysterical telling me my dog passed away so I said this to Michael and again that never came up again So fast forward, Chica passes away last last Monday and I'm laying in bed and I remember what I had said. And I was just like, Holy shit, this is such a full circle moment. The universe heard me. And while this is a very sad thing to be going through, of course, and it sucks like so freaking much because especially because it was so sudden, the universe listened. The universe gave me what I what I needed. The universe supported me in knowing that I needed to be able to say my goodbyes and I needed to be there for my dad and and we needed to be there for Chica obviously all three of us got to be there and I don't know what the hell the odds were of that but they were slim to none and I somehow got to be there so I could say my goodbyes and I could support my dad and be there for him so this was, so we had a high high with my mom being here. Then we had a freaking low as fucking low you can go. It was so bad. I was a wreck. It, it was horrible. And then something I have not failed to mention, but um, kept kept personal for a little while, is today is Tuesday, the 23rd. I know I'm recording this late, but obviously I was um, traveling so much last week. And then yesterday was a very busy day because it was the first day I was back but today is my one year anniversary with Michael and not only are we celebrating that but Michael has also moved in with me so we are celebrating that as well we decided to take the leap about a month and a half ago when his when we knew his lease was coming up and we were talking about things and at first it was kind of well why don't you stay with me for a bit and we'll just you know go from there and you can start looking for a new place he'd really like to buy an investment property and it really turned into us living together. And I'm, I'm not going to say that it's completely permanent until my lease is up. But for now, especially I'm, I know for the next several months, because he's got a lot of crap here, <laughs> just like I do. I'm not really one to talk. Anyways, um, <laughs> we just we decided it was going to be us living together. And the timing of it was very interesting, knowing that our anniversary was going to be, you know, kind of right there and we just really felt ready. And there were there were several moments leading up to us kind of mutually making that decision, where I really thought to myself, "Do I feel ready for this? Not only do I feel ready for this and questioning that, but this is a six hundred square foot apartment. This is a small ass living space plus a dog. This is going to be a test, you know. And and many people would say this could make or break you. This could end up breaking you up. Blah blah blah. But I have thought about it over and over and over again. And each time I thought of things that could go wrong, things we might need to talk about, things that we need to have conversations about, but never once did it make me feel uncomfortable. Did I feel like it was the wrong decision? Never once have I felt like I was wavering on it. So obviously this thought ruminating in my mind, this is something the universe is aware that I'm thinking about, right? So the universe is thinking of ways to give me signs. Let me know that it's going to be okay. Let me know that we can get through this, etc. And as many things in life happen, I, I don't want to say that this is always the case because it's certainly not. We're a very uh, optimistic podcast here. Uh, but as many things happen, some of it goes very disjointedly, right? Some of it can go very haphazardly and chaotic and a lot, a lot of things in life can just get thrown together. And this being a mutual decision, so my toe you know my hand's not the only one in the mixing pot Michael is not a Virgo he's not me (laughs) and he's not a planner so that was making me incredibly uncomfortable but you know what it was it was his you know thing that was happening he was moving in with me I I didn't really need to do any of the work I just needed to be supportive and be there and help so anyways we're leading up to it and when we had made the decision that we actually, he was going to move in with me, we realized that the timing was absolute crap because he was moving the weekend my mom was here. So obviously I'm not going to be available to help. I'm not going to be an extra set of hands. I'm not going to be there to help at all. So I helped the week leading up to my mom getting here. And then, you know, I was kind of out of it. Michael's doing his own thing, packing, getting ready. And he was able to have a friend help him the day of actual moving, you know, loading up the U-Haul, getting things in storage, et cetera. So that happens. But then the honestly, the bigger issue of it all, because, you know, it's great having a friend help you. He was at least he wasn't on his own, obviously lifting like a bed frame and a grill and a desk and a dresser and et cetera. The biggest issue was that he was moving in while I was gone. So I made space for him, but he doesn't know where to put things. He doesn't know what to do with things. He's got a really busy week at work. Everything was just chaotic. Everything was stressful. He didn't know what to do, and I couldn't really help. Then Chica passes away. So Michael's like, okay, well, I can't really, you know, complain here. So we need to, you know, handle this. And he was being there for me and supporting me. And obviously he's living here now, taking care of Bowie. And... As the week goes on, we're both just really stressed. As I'm in Florida, I'm just, I'm grieving. I'm sad. I'm fucking angry as hell about Chica and and how sudden everything was. And it just really, really sucked. And Michael's here. Doesn't know where to put stuff. Is so busy. Has so much going on with work. Like Like I said, the timing of everything was just absolute shit. To be frankly honest. <laughs> but... Neither of us were questioning our decision. Neither of us were like, okay, was this a mistake? We were both just like, this sucks. I I, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help you because you're down there. I don't know how to help him because he's up here. And like, it was just very chaotic and stressful and busy. So that was a low, low, right? And then I get to, um, oh my God, where did I go? Cancun. (laughs) I was, I couldn't think of the right seat. So then I go to Cancun and I'm in a high high again, right? Obviously, I'm still distressed about Chica and so sad. And honestly, I think I was just shell shocked by the whole thing. I just I we've never lost a dog that suddenly we've every single time we've put a family dog down. It's always been like we knew it was coming and then we kind of were like, okay, it's time like they're suffering now. We really need to do this. That was not the case with Chica. She had a seizure We got her to the vet. The doctor said she wouldn't walk again. Um, And she, you know, she wasn't really comprehending what was going on. Like, she she was actively passing away already. Um, And the doctor was definitely encouraging us to, to come to that decision on our own. But I know he was. Anyways, none of that is relevant. But I think the stress with Michael over the last week and the moving and the timing and all of this, it wasn't a test. I don't like saying the universe tests us. I don't think that's the case. The universe is always giving us scenarios and experiences and opportunities that we need to experience for for the the greater good of our lives and lessons and evolution, right? That that's what we go through life doing is evolving. Whether it's personally, whether it's collectively, etc., we're evolving at all times. And I think the the circumstances with Michael over the last week were just further iterations of the fact that if I didn't have any grievances or fears before, I shouldn't now because the butterflies in my stomach, the the haphazard way it was thrown together, it just lets me know that we're still making the right choice. But things are things are going to be difficult. It, it's not going to be just easy from here, right? And that's okay. The universe heard me when I when I was thinking that. I do feel comfortable with this. I do feel like we're ready to take this step. I do feel like it it is going to be challenging living in such a small space with two humans and a dog, but I think our relationship is very strong and I think we're a very strong couple together and I I think that we can handle this. And if at all that I was subconsciously questioning that, the last week told me that if we could get through that, we can get through it. Because when I got home, well, let me... Okay, before I skip to the home, let me address Cancun quick. Then I think the universe was in a position where I was. This is where I think the universe was really listening about the fact of I was ushering in a new chapter because obviously me living with my boyfriend, that's a brand new chapter, right? That that's the start of that's the beginning of something. That's the start of a really major thing, a, a huge up level, a huge shift in my life so Chica passes away that's obviously a closing of a chapter that's me saying goodbye to pieces of Josh that's me saying goodbye to a dog that I love and have cared for so so dearly you know Chica was also the dog I spent every day with during COVID and she was also there to help me get through losing Tilly so that that was a really big closing of a chapter simultaneously michael is moving in that's the beginning of a chapter so the universe was hearing me very very clearly when i was talking about that in the last podcast that i was ushering in a new chapter then i get to cancun and it was the i don't i don't even know how to describe this energy this was some of the most abundant joyful relaxing plentiful energy i've ever experienced in my life a lot of it yes did have to do with the fact that we were staying at a resort that freaking made my jaw drop I have never stayed at a luxury resort like that like it was just it was truly extraordinary and such an incredible experience if you ever go to Cancun and you have the means to experience this place I highly encourage you do so it's called the Coba Rosewood Resort in Cancun and it was freaking phenomenal and not only was the experience so abundant the the location and the the look and feel of everything But everyone was so freaking kind at that resort. So you get to drive your bikes around the resort to get from one destination to another. Every time you pass someone, without fail, whether it was another guest or an an employee, Everyone's just like, hi, hola, how, how are you doing? Good morning. And it's just like, oh my God, this is so nice. Everyone's so kind. It was so funny because all I kept thinking about when we were riding the bikes was how cool would it be to just live in your own little isolated community where everyone just talked like this and everything was perfect and you didn't have to worry about the outside concerns of the world and just the the, the things that keep you up at night, right? So anyways, I go from Florida to this shitty, depressing grieving energy to Cancun, beautiful resort, this abundant, joyful, I, I, I don't know how to describe this energy. It was just, it was brand new. And it was honestly quite a shock to go from that, from, to go from Florida to that, because it was like, it was like going from a jacuzzi to a cold plunge. I mean, it was just like a shock to your body. It was a shock to your system. And I feel like from that moment is really when I ushered in the new chapter And I felt like the universe was really hearing me and giving me what I needed in a sense of, okay, you've had high, high, low, low. Now you need to mellow. Now you need to relax and chill because I knew the moment I got back from all this traveling, I would need to do a deep dive into the apartment and do deep cleaning, get everything organized because I mean, I'm not going to apologize for my O.C. at this point. Like I just this is two people in a small apartment Shit's got to have a home. Shit's got to go where it's got to go so we can function, you know, and and that I think that's very reasonable to ask. So I knew that the moment I got back, it would just be balls to the walls of cleaning, organizing and obviously getting back to work. It's been a a week and a half. I've been pretty much off. I got, you know, some work done in Florida, but it wasn't a lot. And I was behind. I was behind on emails, client work, projects, content, etc. Obviously like this. So... I really just took a breath in Cancun to evaluate what I was coming home to, to realize that the universe not only heard me, but completely and obviously delivered what I thought was happening, which is a new chapter. And it's not only about the fact that I have just moved in with my boyfriend and now we're living together. It's about all of the changes in the business that are happening. I am about to hire my first assistant. I have all my interviews scheduled finally next week. I'm very excited. It's going to be a really busy week, but it's going to be really fun. And I'm just excited to be meeting new people and making introductions and networking and et cetera. So it's 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 not about one monumental moment. It's also about the change in my life. This I'm this is a very adult step. This is a very emotional step. And acknowledging that and realizing that while I was sitting with it, just thinking in the quiet and, and in the breath of being in this beautiful, beautiful, abundant, energetic place, I realized that what I what I'm talking to you guys about is that the universe really does listen all the time. You know, sometimes in this great big world... Where there's so many people and and so much content con- to consume and so many voices and so many opposing voices, it, it's easy to feel like your voice, your own voice, your own opinions can get really lost, and it can it can be really easy to feel like sometimes no one's listening. But I think that with every thought we have and everything we say, it's almost like it's especially amplified for the universe. Every. Expression of our being is amplified for the universe to hear, consume, process, evaluate, and then deliver to us what we need, what we desire, or what the universe knows we need. The universe is always listening to what we want and what we need and to what we desire. The universe will always deliver whatever is best for ourselves in the moment and for our highest timeline, our future selves, and our past selves. And I think that even within the the voice is getting lost or your voice even sometimes feeling oppressed or not just simply not being heard by anyone in your life. I think there's a great deal of comfort in knowing that the universe itself will always be listening to you. And it can be very easy to think otherwise when you're asking for something really big like a specific job or a specific car or apartment or significant other or friend or amount of money or amount of clients or whatever it is. But when you step away from the details, when you step away from the specifics and you open your mind to what the universe may deliver to you or wants to deliver to you, sometimes and even oftentimes, what we are delivered is so much better than what we can imagine. So... My point in all of this is saying the the thing I really want to stress to you guys is that the universe is always listening. And if you ever feel lonely, if you ever feel like your voice isn't being heard, just remind yourself that whatever you're saying is being spoken into a microphone in an amphitheater and the universe is your only audience. It's there. It's listening. It Here's what you have to say, and at some point or another where whether it's an hour from now, a week from now, a year from now, or 10 years from now, the universe Will deliver to you either what you're asking for or something far better than you can imagine. And I think that's a beautiful spot to leave it in. I am actually very happy I decided to re record this podcast, unrushed, detailed, and giving you guys the message that I really wanted to give you, which isn't that how to ask for signs, but that the universe is always listening. And you will see that through signs, through signs delivered from the universe so that's what I've got for you guys today as always I love you all so so dearly and I will see all of you beautiful souls next week